Welcome to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson. Hello and welcome. Brand new podcast. Ty Hansen, how you doing, buddy? Good. I like that uh, intro voice. That was a good one. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my radio that's voice. A, that's a good radio voice. Yeah, good podcast voice. Okay, Gotta, I'm good, buddy. How are you? Oh man, couldn't be better. Love it. We're it's gonna, beautiful Friday. I'm excited. And we're going to be talking about cryptocurrencies today, which right right is seems to be at the forefront of most people's minds. Everybody's mind, except for the last yep. couple of months, things haven't been great. So we're going to talk yeah, about it's that. Been, it's been pretty wild. So no, this one, this one's cool. I'm excited for this one, especially too because, like, um, there, there, it's it's interesting because it is finance, but it's like it's such a different animal, right? And and completely. I love it. You you've got some great ideas on this stuff. I'm really excited to hear hear what you got. Yeah. So disclaimer up front: we're not going to try to exhaustively discuss this topic, and we may come back to it later too as we think about uh, different topics related to it that we could get into. This is a really good overview of the whole thing so that we can sort of think about it, not from necessarily the technology side, which is a whole different thing, but we want to think about it. What is it? What are the implications for it from an investment standpoint? Well, and, and that actually brings up a thought too. I think maybe in the next you know, month or so, uh, my, you know, I've got a couple of buddies, but one of my buddies, Mike, uh, really smart on the tech side. I think it'd be fun to have him kind of come in and, and break apart some of the technology. But today's yeah. finance, right? Obviously, it's Ty and Rye. Not, it's not Ty and Rye, the financial, or, or sorry, Ty and Rye, the, 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 the financial or not, uh, engineering. What do they call those engineers? Like computer uh, engineers? engineers. What's going on? It's not Ty and Rye, the tech engineers <laughs> podcast. It's Ty and Rye, As you can the see, finance guys. Yeah. We're not tech guys. We can't even say the word. No, we can't even say the word. <laughs> awesome. Okay. You know what I like about this too is... Like so much of this has to do with history, right? Yeah. The history, the yeah. history is here, it's and com- you here. It's coming out. You have both a bachelor's and a master's in history. You bet. You bet. You're kind of a a, a a history buff, and 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 you know, let's be honest. In history, the only thing that really ever mattered was is money. Yeah. So, so the fifty thousand I spent on my education. It's finally paying off here, Finally Ty. paying off. <laughs> <laughs> so the beginning of this idea is to think about, because cryptocurrencies obviously are, are really trying to replace and or be a competing uh, currency. So kind of goes back to this philosophy of what money really is. And for a long time, obviously, money was really a commodity like gold. I mean, there was obviously a bartering system that people could. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if if you go back far enough, yeah. you know, I have ca- two caveman, rocks. Ca- you caveman, have two birds. Yeah. Well, I yes, yeah, I killed these these birds, and I'm and I know you're hungrier than I am. Yeah. And you've got rocks that I that are cool. <laughs> so Ryan, here here's my here are two dead birds. Uh, Can I have your rock? Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. So we started there, and now we have crypto. Yeah, and it moves into where you know, you're talking about uh, precious metals like gold and silver, obviously making yeah. coins, right? Pretty and things. Yeah. Been around a long time. And in, in, in uh, you know, Mayan civilization, it was cocoa beans. Nice. Co- cocao. 
Cacao. Cacao. They would use that. Yeah. That was a currency. But it was anything that people started to believe in that they could use and say, I know how to measure what my good or service is worth, and you're going to give me in exchange for that. So, And I have more of those goods and services or those valuable-looking things or those beans, yep. so I'm cooler than you. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. 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 So once we get you know more into more modern society, then we start taking gold and silver. We don't want to carry that around. So banking started to become a thing. I'll put my my precious metals at the bank. They're going to produce basically paper money or promissory notes that I can then go out in the community and we can exchange that paper money, which is backed up by the precious metals at the bank. And then you then, then you get then you get the banditos that are like Jesse James and the the downhill gang and they were coming up with their horses and you know and give me your give me your little notes so i can go get your gold yeah and yeah. and you get these wildcat bakes in the in the 1800s where they would just pop up anywhere and there's no re- no regulation on them and they, Man, they they're cool. they're just writing promissory notes so what happens people have these promissory notes <laughs> that ultimately became worthless because they're not fully backed up by you the know, precious you know metals. that's that's really cool that you're bringing this history here because I kind of feel like that's what some of these cryptos are. They're just random, like, anybody's who are, like, these wildcat bank. I didn't even think about that wildcat banking system yeah. back, back in the day. That that's was a big cool. problem in the 1830s, Ty. Or the 2030s. Yeah. Wait, well, not 2030. 2020s. Well, in reality, it was a problem all the way up until we started this. Well, I mean, we'll go all the way back. There was the first U.S. Oh, wow. bank, right? under Hamilton really pushing that yeah. right when the country started. I, I and then saw, you got yeah, Andrew I saw, Jackson. I saw the play. Yeah. Andrew Jackson hates the yeah. centralized bank. So there's this kind of competing power between localized banks and then the the, the central US bank that kind of controls yeah. the currency. So right. you get into the twentieth century, that then becomes the standard for it because the Yeah, the the, right, the gold standard, yeah. The gold standard and then the decentralized US bank the u.s treasury that that can sort of control now this supply and money which was really based on the gold standard then we ultimately get off the gold standard right so we move from this commodity-based currency system to then what's called the fiat system which is just what everybody does now which is the government just says here's what money it's just backed by the country it's not backed by gold or commodities backed by the country so what happens in that process now when you start to talk about it go ahead right no no go ahead I, I, no that's what i was just gonna ask you it's like okay so i think that's a great way to go with this first let's talk about maybe what some of the problems are right because it's not a perfect system and i think we've seen this before right like it can get pretty wacky even though the you know the federal government may be strong relatively speaking to you know different world powers there's definitely problems there. It's problematic. Yeah. So really the basis of any of these currency systems is a faith or a belief in what the currency is and, and the system that underlies that. So whether it's commodity or not, everybody just has to believe in it, right? So the, 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 this fiat system that we're running now, there's a couple of really major problems as opposed to the commodity, which is there's an unlimited supply of it, right? We hear this all the time now. The government's printing more money. Well, why are they printing more? Because they can. You can't make more gold. Maybe you can mine more gold, but there's a finite amount of gold out there. Right, exactly. So the, the, the government is, is doing that, and that obviously then creates 
inflation, which well, and, and, we're and, dealing and with now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on the on the market minis, you know, I refer to it as inflation again. But and, and knowing you're absolutely right, like like there's actually countries much smaller than ours, less world power than ours, less GDP than ours, who have have experienced that that problem, right? The inflationary problem yes. and, and that Huge that just inflation. endless supply. And, and they've actually those kinds of countries have have literally folded. Their their economic systems have totally collapsed, doing less of that, like just printing than we've done like i mean we've gone we've gone you know buck wild so yeah it's and and we're trying to dig out of it right that's kind of the the concern in the markets right now we're digging out of that but yeah no so okay so coming back to your point it's like it it is it's it's scary what power our federal government has with uh, with that money because you you, you look at two really good examples of that venezuela just recently Right. Yeah. They print. Right. Exactly. I mean, their economy is decimated because they printed too much money out of nothing. And then another really good example is post World War One Germany. Right. They come out of World War One. They got to pay off all their war debts because they were at fault. If you didn't know that, my, and my, they got my bad. They got beat. <laughs> they got beat as well. Dang it, it's that. It's lost. that Norm Macdonald joke where he's like, "You wouldn't. You wouldn't believe who Germany chose as their opponent." The world. The, yeah. Um, and, and they printed all their money so they could pay off their debts, and, and inflation just, just went crazy. You, uh, so I actually have, um, I have, as a random side note, um, I have, right, because it used to be the Deutschmark before they went to the, the euro, oh, right? yeah, yeah. I have, from like post-World War II Germany, I have a f- uh, $5 million Deutschmark. That's cool. Five, five million, five million Deutschmark, right? Um, and and so I asked the guy when I bought it, it was like some cool little thrift store or whatever. I asked the dude when I bought it, I was like, so what was this worth at the time? He's like, eh, probably about 25 cents. I was like, seriously? <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, pe- people people would pay like millions and millions of dollars for like bread yeah. and milk. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So th- this idea of being able to print money obviously just is tied to inflation because if more money have, if, if people have more dollars, that means they're going to spend more dollars, which means that... Uh, People can charge more for their products. So it just ends up creating this cycle. So then you've got the, the, the other side of it, which is another part to these types of monies, which is you get the centralized control of the money. That's where the Fed, you hear that term Fed, U.S. Treasury, the Federal Reserve System is designed to monitor how much money is out in the market. Right. And and people may think that and the reason I want to I want to go I want to take this little tangent real fast is is because it's so important to this whole discussion and 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 maybe the the, the excitement around cryptos, but I I like to think I like to th- and people may tell me I'm wrong but I like to think that when it comes to uh, you know kind of that centralized Fed banking system and the political implications and things like that and there's a lot of good checks and balances there there really are. But I like to think that all politicians are, are, are they have a, there's a lot of similarities as far as like, hey, we, we want to make sure that, you know, no, no president wants to see something crazy with inflation or economic decline or whatever, right? Um, but, but nonetheless, it's like Republican or Democrat, whether, you know, it, it gets crazy, it gets really heated, people freak out, they get really angry. So it's like, so, so not only does it have like a direct impact where it's, you know, where it's centralized control with the government, but it also spills out into the broad society of 
people getting angry with each other because of political beliefs, right? So, so, because everybody, I mean, the number one thing people are concerned about is their money, right? So it's pretty power. When you think about the way our current economic system works, it's it's crazy. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. The it's power crazy. that our federal government has based on what they do with our money. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. So right. Th- those two points then lead to why cryptocurrency w- yes, really kind of exactly came out, is right. in in the fiat system, unlimited supply and centralization, centralized decision making of that. Right. So cryptocurrency is sort of the answer to this idea, which is right, they want to have a finite amount and or just a controlled amount of currency. Right. And if you understand Bitcoin, which is sort of the one everybody knows, there is a finite amount of it built yeah. in. And even that is such a weird concept to me because it's not finite. That they can write it to not be finite, but it's Right. As of now, Bitcoin is uh, yeah, written that's, as a code it's, to be finite. And it's only because of technology. Mm-hmm. Like, I even had my buddy tell me, he says, because, like, I had a buddy break it down for me. And it was like, it's so weird and trippy how, um, how the, like, the, the, there's literally a way that they write the algorithm. Mm-hmm. So they know at some point it starts throwing in these, like, the algorithm is, it's kind of self-sufficient. Like, it's, yeah. it's AI, right? It's, right. It's, it starts where it'll throw out things that it knows that people can't find at a certain, anyways, it's weird. It's such a weird way to make something finite. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Well, and, and crazy. so they write the algorithm, and the algorithm is, is built so that uh, there's a finite amount Actually, we'll talk about that because that's not 100% true because, like you say, you can change the algorithm to not be. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, they, it is. But they write in the, – the thing they do is they write into it this control mechanism to not allow the currency to flood the market. So like in Bitcoin, for instance, new Bitcoins are created when new mining is done, which you know, all mining is is that they are, they are performing a, uh, a work of service within – the blockchain. Yeah. Which right. you'd have to go find out what blockchain means, but it's just this the right. network, it's the system, it's the ledger. And they're yeah. and they're performing transactions to match up these transactions. Right. And then when they complete that, yes. they are awarded um, a An new block Bitcoin. and bitcoins yeah. that go within yeah. that. So it controls the process of inflation. Now that's how they're trying to solve that issue and then the other thing that they do is to decentralize the organization of the currency itself which is now you're getting into cryptography and the blockchain and the ledger do you know what was it the interesting thing about this and and this is going to come from a uh, standpoint of just speculative tie and not like finance tie yeah because it is it is decentralized. I like that. But at the same time, it's like, what's weird is, is to me, depending on who's developed the actual coin, right, the currency, the crypto, like, don't you think there's got to be somewhere in there somebody that, that, whether it's one person or a handful of people that are in that wheelhouse or in that sphere, like, that, that have kind of control over that algorithm, right? <laughs> so, See, so now, now, I mean... Now you're getting into the matrix, be- better, better the devil you know in our some of our political. Maybe I, I don't know who's the lesser of two evils in that. Anyway, so that's where I'm like, 
But so, okay, here's what it's a good question. Well, so good question with it. This is the reason why people start to have faith in, and and in this case, we're talking about Bitcoin because Bitcoin's a very, uh, it's a very kind of unilateral. It's kind of the, yeah, it's, 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 it's it's the only for currency, really. We'll, We'll talk about Ethereum in a second, but, but that's where this decentralization comes in because everybody that's on the blockchain has to approve all of the transactions. Yeah. Or at least they cast their vote yeah. that this transaction has been completed according to the algorithm and it's correct and it's decentralized on whatever hundreds, thousands yeah. of different individual ledgers, computers. So you would have to hack the entire system to yeah, really that's do true. what yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, so I'm again, there's more an, on the act. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Well, and there's an idea of cryptography that goes into the thing too that I don't understand, but somebody I guess does. But that decentralization allows for less corruption, and it allows for less politics to be involved in the decision making process because there is a a a a defined system that has to go through, and it's not one person or one system that controls that. Yeah, and I even I even talked to again. I keep saying these buddies because th- these are these are people that that you know you and I each not, not only you know like we've we, you've done a ton of research. I've also done a ton of re- like you know different reading articles and research and things like that. But then but then I've also got you know really you know super 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 smart friends that 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 you know they understand that the the, uh, the engineering world the the blockchain world. Um, and, and even too, I was like, well, what if some of these, you know, issues come up? Cause there's always weird things that happen within technology. Right. And even then there, you know, it's like the algorithms are smart enough to recognize if say, like you said, it goes through this blockchain to identify whether something's correct or not. Right. Or ownership, like the transaction can go through, right. Yes. Or, yes or no. Can the, can this transit, does this, does this, does this match up? Uh, and I was like, well, what, what if just there's weird anomalies where it just says no then are you screwed and, and it doesn't work? And they're like, no, 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 no. It's actually smart enough to know, like as it's looking as this is going down this chain, right, the blockchain, if there are a handful of random anomalies, it will still accept it, right? And so, yeah, anyways, it, it's, just, it's just interesting when you start to break down all of the technological aspects to this, and it's, it is kind of cool when you start looking at it yeah. and, and how, how functional it can be. And that's so. why, that's why the, the idea of it is that it's really difficult to manipulate that process. That's the reason why it's been created. And so you can think about like a blockchain or a ledger, you know, each space on that is one coin idea. And that space, like an Excel spreadsheet almost, if it makes sense, or it helps. I, I love Excel. Yes. Yeah, you do. Oh, love you it. know, yeah. your spot on the ledger has its own, say, fingerprint. And so that fingerprint is unique to that space on the ledger. And so therefore, all of the different decentralized ledgers, which are all double checking each other, right, have that same fingerprint. So if anything changes on that, that's kind of why. Now, it doesn't mean that it can't happen because some of these other uh, exchanges or uh, cryptos that have been put out have had problems. Now, Bitcoin started in 2009 by Satoshi Nakamoto, I think is his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or no, yeah. no one knows who it is, but I think his name is Satoshi. Anyway, uh, blockchain started in 2009. They haven't had one uh, instance of corruption on the blockchain. They haven't. So it's a very specific one. So that starts to give people, again, back to this idea of faith 
based faith in the currency, it starts to give people a little bit more faith in that, oh, hey, maybe this is never going to have this problem. So anyway, that's exactly what crypto is trying to do. Right. Just as a quick side note, too, um, and I don't know if this is helpful or not or beneficial or not, because I, I think the whole point of this is to kind of help people like, you know, there's definitely people listening on this that are like, hey, like, I know a lot about crypto. Like, I just want your recommendations. It's like, eh, but there's all I think there's gonna be a lot of people on this. that are like, I don't know what the hell crypto is. I want to understand it better. Um, I, there is a piece to this whole blockchain, a lot of that technology you were just talking about, too, that's interesting, where as you're talking about these these fingerprints and things like that. What's interesting about that, as we start to look at it as an actual currency, one of the benefits is that there's a lot of transparency, right? And what's also interesting, too, is that fingerprint, like, like I mean, if, if they get my fingerprint, you know, at a crime scene, right? I don't know what I did that was a crime, mm -hmm. but let's just say I did, I can imagine. right? Um, then, you know, they've got that database where it's like they know immediately who I am. They know my name. They know where I live. They know everything. The interesting thing with crypto, though, right is there's there is a n numerical fingerprint but they don't know who that yeah, is that is that's why the black market really loves it oh yeah you it's crazy yeah, there was, on this yeah I mean, it's, oh it's yeah it's an issue that's and gonna so have to be dealt with I, yeah well and yeah and i just saw something about this the other day the, the fed actually or, or the f was it the fbi something they were able to actually um they were actually able and so it, it, not to get off on a random tangent but they were actually able to bust um was it drug, like some sort of a major drug ring as it was related to crypto? And again, I don't know how they were able to figure it out, but they were basically able to go back through a blockchain history and identify, somebody was able to identify through that um, who the connection was. And so, yeah, it's, it's it, so it's kind of interesting watching the evolution of this, of the actual functionality of the system. So, so and, and that's the thing is like it's going to come back down to this idea of, Okay, if we're thinking about it from an investment standpoint, uh, what are the real obstacles and or problems? Because again, as we talk about this, yeah, I like the idea of a a a set standard with currency. That makes sense. Uh, being able to control inflation, that makes sense. Kind of decentralizing it, that makes sense. But here's the problems. There's a, there's a there's a handful of them. Oh, yeah. And, and I would even say, too, it's interesting because there's a lot of people that believe, you know, hey, our, you know, the, the, and I'll throw this out there because, you know, uh, a lot of times we talk about this, it's, you know, we want to cut out the, the crap, we want to cut out the noise, right? Because there's so much, there's so much noise around cryptos and, and, and our economy right now. And um, that's what's important about this is, is a lot of people believe that we're poised to have a major economic, um, um, you know, just, just the, the system's going to fall apart, right? We're going to implode and that crypto is going to come in and save the day, right? It's like, I just, again, it's like, yeah, that could technically happen, but look, we still, and you're going to talk about this, I know, but we, we still have a strong enough nor, uh, current financial system that, that, it, that it can support it. But yeah, that's, it's interesting. Some of the conspiracy theories that are starting to get wrapped around this crypto idea and things like this, yeah. we're going to talk about these problems. So. Well, you know, we're just at the beginning of what are the implications of this and and everybody's making all kinds of predictions about it and the funny thing is it's like on one end of it it's like it's going to change our system and then at the other end very important voices it's nothing it's not going to be anything so it's it's amazing to see that because usually 
there's like going to be some consensus or some people do that. But on this case, it is the absolute polar opposites about the implications of crypto. It is. Yeah. It's, there are some, there are some crazy theories out there. Anyways. Yeah. So I don't know. There's probably more uh, problems with crypto than what we'll talk about. But there were four that I feel like are important to think about. Biggest one is the fluctuating value. You know, you look at Bitcoin going from 64,000 a coin just a month ago to now trading in the mid 30s. We're talking about a 40% drop in not that long of a period of time. Um, Ethereum did the same thing. It, it spiked up to about $4,300 um, and now it's down in the mid 2000s. You know, we're talking about 40% drops. Well, and so how does a currency work? If it's if the value of that currency can change that fast, well, and not only that, you bring up a good point because that in and of itself is the faith, right? That kind of that kind of cripples the 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 faith and the reliability of the currency. Like, I mean, look, that that's why it's like you know, love it or hate it, anger or not, you know, you want to you want to you know totally change our political system. Uh, there's a lot of faith that goes into our federal government, right? And the fact that, hey, I have a dollar today, and guess what? For the last however many years, right, 200 plus, 220 plus years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, right, we've been able to, you know, I guess not we haven't had dollars that whole time, but you get my point. Like, there's a lot of faith in the dollar, right? But you're right. Crypto, it's like, I mean, what was it? Three or four weeks ago, you know, four or five weeks ago, when was that when Elon Musk came out and said, yeah, this is actually not very environmentally friendly because, um, you know, because to mine, you have to use so much energy, right? There's these big computers that are, in fact, I saw, uh, I watched a little documentary on like the, somebody making like a mining, it was like a giant tent in some field with all the, and like the amount, yeah. of, the Russia, amount of water, Russia the amount of- a lot of oh, it's crazy! It's so, so crazy. Yeah, and so 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 Elon, what happened? What happened that weekend with when Elon Musk? When Elon Musk? Elon Musk? Sorry, yeah. I can't speak. What happened that weekend? Yeah, do you remember? Oh, it, oh, it, it dropped it, what like thirty percent in in a day. Yeah, yeah. And and you couldn't even. I mean, people couldn't trade it. Yeah, right. Because it's, it's like so fast. there's no trading. What did Robinhood do? Robinhood's like. Nope. Yep. Nada. I know. I get on there every because I, I, I have a little bit in my, uh, my Robinhood account for that very purpose, just to really track it for the most part. I'm really tracking it. I, I don't really care about it from an investment standpoint. I just don't. At this point, I don't. But I'm just well, tracking and, it. Yeah. And, and you and I, yeah, we want to be, we want to see what's going on with this. We want to understand it better. Yeah. Right. So that's why we, 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 we use it. But that idea of fluctuating value. So those markets can be manipulated pretty easily. If you've got a lot of money, and even though they're big, we're talking about billions of dollars. Well, Elon Musk sold off a billion and a half, right? And so that movement in or out of it can really affect its value. So it just really creates that issue. How do I use it as currency if it's going to fluctuate like this? Well, the other thing, too, I think it's important to jump in here, too, because you just reminded me when you said that, that Elon, Elon Musk sold. Now, he didn't sell a billion dollars of... Uh, I mean, well, sorry, depending on, 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 on your position, people don't actually always have a billion Bitcoins because there's not a billion Bitcoins, right? They don't yeah, actually have, right? It's, it's shares. Sometimes it's so sometimes people actually own the coin, right? But other times you own what? Shares. 
of yeah, Bitcoin at this point, somebody that you owned. can buy yeah. up to. I think I think the right now it's up to nine decimal points <laughs> worth. Yeah, <laughs> right. A million. Shares of somebody else that has the coin, of, right? Of one Bitcoin. Yeah, right. That's what's that's what's crazy. So yeah. Anyways, and that's that in and of itself starts to become a little problematic. Uh, I, I do want to jump in too with that fluctuating value of understanding this that. This is, and, 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 and this is a little old school in thinking, but again, it's the system that we know and trust. There's, so there's, there's something to be understood with this with any investment. Whenever I talk to people about this, because obviously we've got a lot of clients that utilize self-directed accounts, solo 401ks, and, and so they'll go off and invest in things that are a little bit out of the norm, right? So we're used to this stuff. Um, but what I see, we're very used to what are called private placements, Right. And the big thing to understand with all of this, with any investment, is we always want to understand what is the investment, what is the taxation, and what is the liquidity, right? And so, and liquidity just means how fast can I get my money? Well, with a stock, there's a secondary market, right? It's the stock exchange. I can get in and out of that stock relatively fast, right? It's pretty, it's pretty easy. And that's why there's, that's why the, 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 you know, the federal government, the SEC, you know, all of these, these governing bodies right, to kind of help protect the, the, you know, the, our, our, you know, our investing society, they'll come in and say, okay, any, any Joe Schmo or, you know, plain Jane, they can go buy Apple, right? And we're not going to put any regulations. Well, I mean, there's still some regulations. We're not going to put really any regulations there because if they want to sell out, if they want to get in, it's like, okay, you're, you're, you're at your own, you know, like if you're an idiot and you buy a stupid stock, sorry, it's yeah, on you. Right. But these private offerings right? There's definitely a lot more rules and regulations. Like there's reg D offerings, reg A, reg CF. I mean, there's all these different regulations. There's not a lot of regulation yet within the crypto world. And there's also not a secondary, like a strong second. I mean, it's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of digital wallets that are coming around, but again, there's not a lot of regulation yet. So it's like, again, could you, when Elon Musk said that, and and all of a sudden it drops 30%, trading was halted. There was no, there was no, because because quite frankly, nobody, nobody could buy or sell. Like it just stopped. And that's why I'm talking about it. There's no, there's no secondary markets. It's the, the, the same structure of secondary markets doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. Which in and of itself, that affects value, that affects utility, that affects all these things we're talking about. So mm-hmm. that's where it's like, Ooh, that's pretty scary stuff. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, it just makes it tough. It makes it tough to really make the argument that it's going to be a currency. Right, exactly. You know, there, there's a lot of growing pains we got to go through to get to the point where it's an actual currency. And that, again, comes back to the idea of utility. Like, what, what, it, what are we doing with it? Because if the idea is, is that we're going to use it as a currency, that's a tough sell to make because every currency, as we learned at the top, Ty, you need faith and belief in the value of that currency. And if there Absolutely. is none... That currency is going to plummet, just as it did in Venezuela. Their currency is worth nothing. People don't believe that it's worth anything. So why would I take that as payment for anything? It, exactly. And and if you're okay, if you don't mind, I'll, I want to jump into a quick thought here. Mm-hmm. And I know we're getting a little we're getting a little long on time here, but yeah, we're gonna have part this, two of this. I can already tell. Oh, we're gonna absolutely. have part fact, two of this because there's a lot more we, we need to we talk sh- about. Yeah, and I, and I think what we need to do is let's get let's get one of our buddies on. I think too with us to talk more about the technology side of it. Yes. Um. So and, and this is where I keep coming around because people are asking us like crazy what what we think what we should what should I do. Um. 
th- it always comes back to this too. So not only is there the liquidity issues and things like that, but, um, and, and you're talking about this whole faith, right. And credit, yeah. um, that this all there, there's, 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 there's a, something that I feel like is synonymous with having faith in something and it's speculation, right? It's, it's speculative whether, yeah. because again, we don't have this track record like we've had with, with our current financial system, right? The dollar, right? So, so it's speculating, right? Um, so if I buy Nike, right? Am I speculating on Nike? I mean, maybe. On, maybe. on a relative sense, teeny bit of speculation. Very little speculation. Relative to the known. Exactly. Why? What does Nike have? Yeah. They have Michael Jordan. They've got. That's why. They, yeah, they have Michael Jordan. Just do it. <laughs> they've got brand recognition. They've got lots of money. They've got a long track record. Unfortunately, they literally shots. have. They actually, they have physical goods and services. Like literally, I can go to the Nike outlet just up the street from me. And there is, there are, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of actual tangible goods there. Yeah. Right. Right. What, what, what actual true like substance is there you got a code yeah you have a unique code and you're hoping that everybody else believes that you've got a unique code exactly and you're and and you're also hoping that that lots of other people are just as excited about that as you (laughs) yeah nike nike's done an amazing job of making people think they have to have this little swoosh and that they're cool if they do that. Yeah. Now I will say I do a lot of running. I love Nike shoes. They're great, sure. right? So so there's 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 but that's even, the thing. You've got a background to look at and go. Yes, they make exactly. good products. I love their products. They're not. Okay. You know that's the thing. You're looking at the track record, yes, going like, hey, exactly. Future, I can't predict that, but I've got enough evidence to believe right. that moving now, forward, that's going to have, if right. done right, yeah. is going to have value. Now, one last thought with this that we're talking about, and I'll let you kind of get back to some of your other problems that you've got here, um, is speculation, spec, anytime, okay, so again, remember, liquidity, speculation, things like this. Um, any, anytime I see a lot of excitement and a lot of speculation mm-hmm. around something, um, it, gets, it gets kind of wild for investors. And I'll give you an example. Pets.com. Yeah. <laughs> right? The dot-com bubble. That was brutal. The, dot, the dot-com bubble, right? Uh, you know, the, the, the Great Recession of 08. The last right? real what, estate what, bubble. What was that? What was that? Why did, why did our economy collapse in 2008? Oh. Real estate speculation, mm. right? Like mortgage crazy spe- speculation. Mortgage, Underwriting mortgage specu- speculation. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy, <laughs> right? Like, oh, this will never go down. There's so much value in all this. In all, it's like, mm, now obviously apples and oranges, it's very different. But this, this reminds me a little bit more of like the dot-com than it does. Yeah. But my point is this, there, there's commonality in all of these bubbles and then the popping. tulip speculation. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, that's a great point. That's a great example. Yeah. Um, it's happened with, it's even happened with direct gold investing, mm-hmm. right? Um. And anyways, my point is, is, is with anything like this, it's when you start to see a lot of greed and a lot of FOMO, like, oh my gosh, I got to have this. It's like, usually exactly. it's like, if, if you're, if you're asking and, and uh, right. cannabis, like right. how many people are, oh, I'm so psyched. How many people are high on cannabis right now? <laughs> that, that was a good pun. High on the, oh, high on the stock. No, no. How many people are, are excited on cannabis? Right. Um, man, that one just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, it right. That's my point. Is it's like cannabis, like 
four or five years ago, it was like, it was the thing. Oh my gosh, I want all my money in cannabis. I'm going to make so much money. It's like, yeah, some people make money. They do. But it's speculative, right? Anyways, all I'm done on my, on my, yeah, yeah all speculative. That is the thing. And that's, if you are feeling FOMO, this should be the number one indicator for anybody. You're looking about investing into something and your response is FOMO, fear of missing out. That should be the number one sign to you. They're like, oh, I probably missed the upswing in this. Probably. Exactly. Most exactly. likely. I, 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 that should be the number one uh, a sign if the feeling is FOMO. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing with this whole theory. And, and I don't mean to poo-poo on this because there's, I, I, think, I, think you're, I think there's so much that's, I think there's actually good stuff that's going to come from this. There's going, and like, like the dot-com bubble bursting, there's still, there's still a lot of good technology, obviously like the internet and things and companies on the internet. It's a thing now. So, so is crypto going to go away or is, is blockchain going to go away? I don't think it will. But the bet on it right now is nothing but speculation. Yeah right now so yeah even, even people that are high on on it i've heard them and they're like don't put more than five percent yeah don't exactly percent and that's exactly. it's funny that's the number i hear over and over from different people they're like yeah better and and these are people that are very optimistic about it they're like yeah don't do more than five percent and again i i want to come back around this is this is this whole podcast isn't a, a buy or sell idea it's, this is in fact i'll disclaim it again mm -hmm. disclose it again like we're not here to sell something. What we're here is just to talk about. We want to educate, right? Yeah. And and so you know, yeah, saying whether or not you should do five or ten, it, it's always up to you to decide. But it's just with any smart investing, anything. If you want to be smart and educated, guess what? There's no magic bullet. There is not. I'm sorry. There's not a single magic bullet. They come and go. It's kind of snake oil. I'm not saying crypto is snake oil, but it's like it's it's the speculation, this FOMO, like Ryan, like you just said. It's like. If that's the kind of stuff that you're sitting here thinking like, oh my gosh, I need to take half of my life savings and go do this, pump the brakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to finish this with just two more points because there is going to be part two. I can already tell. There's a lot more we need to talk about, uh, but uh, we're going to put that in the second one. So this kind of goes back to the problems facing crypto. Like crypto's got to get to a point where it has a defined utility and has a defined belief or faith with whatever it is being used for and we're not there yet we're just not there yet with them there's ideas there's theories but it has not been substantiated enough it's it is just still in that speculation phase and then the last thing i would put into for problems with it is the government regulations that are going to come it's in it's inevitable that it's going Absolutely. to happen the government is not going to allow bitcoin to become the currency of the United States or the yes. world without a fight. It's just not going it, to happen. Exactly. Like, that's what blows my mind is that, it, it, like, and again, For good or bad, we that, can argue the yeah. good or bad of it, but it's just not yeah, going to exactly. happen. No, it's not. Exactly. So. And everybody's like, the, the conspiracy theorists and, you know, kind of catastrophic thinking are like, inflation is going to totally destroy our entire economy and crypto is going to come in and save us. It's like, the likelihood of that happening is so like insanely low it, it, and I'm with you. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and you're exactly right. It's like, if, if, if it's going to take our federal government jumping in to make it happen, like their current, the, the way our, our entire financial system is currently structured is based on like so much, like we're, we're talking about the whole faith in something, right? And the current faith of our economic system is in our federal government. 
So why would they say, yeah, sorry, we suck. Our whole system's stupid. Let's switch to something brand new. <laughs> it's, not, it's not in their interest. Sorry. Could, I'm sorry. It's could not we in their get interest. to a point where the blockchain technology is used that way? Sure. I, that's, that's exactly right. Sure. That's absolutely. It. That's it. But again, it. with that whole discussion, regulation is going to come in and it's going to adjust the value of all of these cryptocurrencies. I mean, we've seen it. China did something recently. In fact, in fact, I just read, is it El Salvador? I think it's El Salvador that's accepting it as their currency. Is it El Salvador? One of those Central yeah, American countries. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's El Salvador. So you're going to see this, but yeah, it's just the, the type of, of regulations that really should be coming in to monitor because there's nothing... Right right now cryptocurrency right. is labeled property yeah right now right they don't know really how to tax it they don't know how to like find out who to tax like there's just right. so many no second questions yeah, no market like about. and that's all going to yeah. be factored into prices and values and as investors you just have to be aware and think of those things because it's right. going to affect what you have right exactly hmm. And, and, and I think that's why we're kind of getting a little bit soapbox on a soapbox here and fired yeah. up is like, it, it, I just, because we both talk to people all the time. They're like, I'm just hearing so much. I'm seeing so much advertising for it. And I think I said this before too in, in a podcast somewhere, but it's like, look, when you start to see like yeah. banner ads yeah. in, in, in like on your social media for like this mm -hmm. digital wallet or that, and we'll give you free cryptos if yep. you do. It's like, when you start to see that kind of marketing, it's like, Okay, this is not the right yep. time to be you going. You start seeing banners, you start oh seeing advertising, and you feel yeah. FOMO, two signals for you to step back yeah. and go, yeah, okay. okay, okay, I just need to get over okay, my FOMO. I okay. I have so much go, FOMO right now. Go, go, take, go take a 10-minute walk. You do. Go take a 10-minute walk and come back and think about it again. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. Sleep on it for a little bit. And then, and then go, 5%, that's the most. That's what you need 5%. to do. 5%, yeah, I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. Uh, I lost so much FOMO. <laughs> so, if I don't buy this, I'm not going to make my million dollars. Okay, that's going to be part one. That's good. I like this discussion. It got us going in too, the right man. direction. But we, I think we need to really focus on for the next time because there is some interesting distinctions between like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which are kind of the yeah, two, exactly. yeah. you know, the two competing forces in this and how yeah. those operate. And, and we can kind of get into more of the technology too because bringing on somebody that knows i have a friend that might know right. knows a lot more than us about that you do so yeah i think we need to have a sort of a part two we're gonna do we're gonna do a round table yeah I like that it. would be yeah. that would work so um for now yeah. from an investment standpoint speculative very speculative if you do it you're taking your chances work through your fomo yes work through your fomo see a therapist if yes you need to. Yep. <laughs> I, I have FOMO we, uh, and I don't we, know what to we, do with we, it. We, we, we are financial therapists. That's what we are. <laughs> we really should. That's a whole different thing. I have, <laughs> I have my couch back here. That's yeah. my therapy couch. Just lay down and let's talk about your Just crypto FOMO. Uh, crypto FOMO, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a, in the DSM soon. It's going to be yeah. like a diagnosable. <laughs> I think you have crypto FOMO. You have crypto FOMO. Uh, <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Very good times. All right, time. Uh, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. Unless you got anything else you want to say? Nope. No, it's good, dude. I like it. And I like, too, the you brought up so many good things I haven't thought about with kind of your his history background. I didn't, you know, it's like, 
it's 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 interesting how there there are shifts in economic system and financial currency systems and and i think it's kind of cool that we're seeing that right now and Mm -hmm. and whether it's going to stick in its entirety i don't think but pieces pieces will probably stick yeah and it's cool really interesting uh go to myprosperteam.com if you want to follow us we got a little spot there youtube right you can subscribe to the channel there subscribe to the podcast on any of the platforms yeah, what happens is if you go to My Prosper Team, at, at the very top, you'll see a link. This is listen to our podcast, and it actually takes you to the section of our website. There's a whole, there's like six or seven different links that will take you to the place that you specifically like. If you like Spotify, if you like Apple Podcast, if you like Google Podcast, if you like YouTube. Anyways, it, it, it's easy. We've, we've put all of those platforms out there. You know, it's your... It's your uh, buffet. You go to the buffet and decide what you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got it for you. Yep. And uh, send us comments. Tell us what you want to hear if we're doing a good job or not. This is for anybody listening. Yeah. So what do you want to hear? We can take, we've got a we lot of ideas. We, we've got criticisms. We're fine with it. We've got We don't have big egos. I already said that. We don't have big egos. What? We don't have big egos. You, you can tell us what we're doing well and not doing oh, well. Dude, my ego is so small. <laughs> 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 All right. On that note, <laughs> let's end. Hey, time. Appreciate your time, buddy. Ryan, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Hey, we'll see you later. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ty and Ryan, the Finance Guys podcast today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit subscribe. That way you won't miss any future episodes. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Ty and Rye podcast. Also, check us out at myprosperteam.com. Thanks. We will see you next week.